Hello everyone, this is Tony Kramer, product specialist with RDO Equipment Company, and you are listening to the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Every day there are phenomenal advancements being made in the field of agriculture technology. RDO Equipment Company is a leader in agriculture equipment and precision agriculture technology and is here with industry experts bringing the latest news and information from RDO and John Deere. Thanks for joining us on the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 51, and today we are going to be talking about the John Deere Gen 4 family of displays. Before we get started, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook and Twitter and catch up on the latest videos packed full of information on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. Now, whether you've been a regular listener of the podcast or you've only listened to a couple episodes, we'd love to hear your feedback. Consider leaving a review for the podcast on iTunes. You can also leave us a review on your iPhone or iPad if you're using Apple's podcasting app. We take your feedback seriously, so not only will it allow us to continue improving the podcast, but it will also help future listeners find this content as you rate us. So go out there and give us a review. We've got another great show for you today, and I'm really excited to welcome Dick Mulbeyer, who is a product specialist supervisor with RDO Equipment Company. Thanks for joining us on the show today, Dick. To get started, I'd really like to hear a little bit more about you and your background and how you got involved in this industry. Yeah, thanks, Tony. So I was born and raised in the Columbia Basin. I, I actually went through the John Deere Walla Walla Ag Tech program. Um, and I was a technician with RDO equipment for quite a number of years. Then it was about 2006 or seven, the John Deere ag technology kind of started taking off. So I jumped in full time with that with RDO equipment. And I've kind of been in some way capacity uh, involved in precision ag with RDO equipment since then. So it's kind of been, uh, been a passion of mine and something I've been involved with for quite some time. It's great to hear that you've been involved in a lot of this precision technology since kind of the beginning, and I'm sure it's just given you the the wow factor of how it's progressed over time. And what we're going to talk about in this podcast episode is is even more John Deere advancing to the next level of technology. So like I said in the intro, Dick, we're going to talk about that Gen 4 family of displays we know that it's not just one display or two displays. There's actually multiple displays. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what the Gen 4 family of displays is? Yeah, so the Gen 4 family of displays, is it's, a, it's essentially a completely all-new operating system and display from John Deere. And it is the next generation of displays. And it's the display that's going to essentially be the foundation into the future for John Deere precision ag technology. You know, it's it's completely new, completely different than the 2630. And we'll kind of jump into some of the differences as we go along here and some of the advantages to the Gen 4 display. So getting started with the family of displays, like I said, there's a couple of them that fit into this Gen 4 family. Starting out, let's talk about that Gen 4 command center. Yeah, so the Gen 4 Command Center, it is the display that is built onto the armrest of the tractor. So it is not movable. 
it does share the same software as some of the other displays that we're going to talk about, but it's essentially, it houses your tractor information at, along with all the precision ag information that you're going to use. And, and like I said, it is not movable. It's built into the tractor and it stays with it for essentially the life of the tractor. So now is that something that is just standard equipment in all tractors or how does it work when it comes to those command center displays? So the command center display is standard in the 7R, 8R, and 9R family of tractors. And it's an option also on the 6R tractors. So basically, if you get a new John Deere tractor, you are going to be getting one of these command centers on your armrest. Is that correct? Yeah. So you order a, a 7, 8, or 9R tractor, and it comes with the Gen 4 display, kind of as standard options. And then you can add your activations to that as well. And you can also add a, a receiver to come on that machine. So with the Gen 4 command center, that comes integrated into the machine. Now, going back, talking the 2630, that was a movable display, a, what we would call a universal display. Does John Deere still offer a product like that? Yeah, so actually they just released the John Deere Gen 4 4640 universal display. And that display is meant to be the display that can be moved from machine to machine, moved around as you need it throughout the year. And it can be put on to, to mostly tractors right now, pretty much anything that, that you have a 2630 in right now. At the beginning of next year, they will add the compatibility with the 30 series and newer sprayers. And then later on next year will be compatibility to 70 series and newer combines. So they'll be continuing to add more compatibility to that universal display as time goes on. So with the introduction of that 4640 universal display, does that mean that John Deere is no longer making the 2630 display? No, the, the 2630 display is still in production today, and it, it will continue to be in production until they figure that the compatibility and the, and the usability of, of the Gen 4 4640 is as fully functional as the 2630 is today. Okay, so the last display that we have in our list with the Gen 4 is referred to as the extended monitor. What is the extended monitor? So the extended monitor is essentially kind of like what it what it says there. It is an extension of your current Gen 4 display, whether that's a, a 4600 display that's built into the tractor or the 4640 universal that can be moved around. What it allows you to do is it allows you to extend the viewable screen of viewable home pages on your display. So let's say you have it on, on your tractor, 4,600 on your tractor, and you want to view your tractor functions on the armrest, but then you want to view your precision ag applications on a secondary to screen. Today, or before today, you would have to cycle your home pages constantly to switch back and forth between those two options. Well, with the extended monitor, you can essentially put a home page on the extended monitor that is viewing your planter and your precision ag applications and then leave your tractor applications on the armrest display. 
So the way I understand it, what you're kind of saying is similar to like a computer, if you were to have a desktop computer and add a secondary display, is that kind of on the right track there? It is exactly like a secondary monitor on a computer because the extended monitor does not have any uh, processor in it. The, it is essentially an, a monitor. That is it. And so all of the processing stays with the 4600 display or the 4640, which that allows you to keep everything housed in, in one display so you don't have any mixing of applications or, or information. Sounds like adding an extended monitor would make things a lot more user-friendly, be able to view a lot more things without a, an extreme added cost to that. So now that we know a little bit about the three different Gen 4 displays, let's talk about how this Gen 4 family of displays is different and where we're going in the future with these displays. So like I said before, the Gen 4 display is, I mean, it is a completely different operating system user interface and it's it's kind of built upon the platform reusability performance and choice so it allows you to uh to choose kind of how you want to use it in a lot more friendly way and really it's based on user-friendly interfaces I'm just going to go into a couple of examples here starting off with section control in the past section control timing the on off values have kind of been a struggle to figure out with the Gen 4 display, it simplifies that process and allowing you just to put in how many feet is your skip, how fast are you going, and it figures out everything in the background to adjust for for your on-off times. And then also work setup. There's a work setup button on the home screen. You select the work setup button, and everything that you need is in one screen right there. Your location, your equipment and your work summary like what are you doing that your documentation setup you don't have to jump between screen to screen to menu to menu to set up for a job it's all in one location and also over the air software updates that was introduced here not too long ago and that allows the display to be updated over the air so if you have a cellular connection with a 4g modem or 3g modem you're able to download the software update over the air and update the display so you don't have to go back to the office with a USB drive and download the software. And then my favorite, I use this all the time, is on-screen help. So if you're in an area of the display and you don't know what a setting does or how to adjust a setting or which way to adjust it or what it means, there's a little information bubble at the top of the top of the screen you select that and it essentially takes you to the operator's manual for that page that you're on right now. And it explains everything on that page and how to adjust it, which is absolutely phenomenal. That's That was a long time coming. Yeah, I know what you mean talking about that on-screen help. That's something that I have definitely found useful as well when you're telling guys what does what and how to adjust things. So it's really neat to see. And so I know when this 4640 was released, uh, you said it was released a little, uh, back a little while ago. I know there was a little bit of heartache in there when we were talking about activations. Tell our listeners a little bit about how the activations work with these new Gen 4 displays. Let's start with the 4600 display. The 4600 display 
it has essentially two activations. There's an auto track activation, which all it, it it's essentially just an auto track activation. And then there's the premium activation. The premium activation includes auto track documentation and section control in one bundled activation. And those activations, since the that display is part of the machine, once it's purchased and activated for that machine, it stays with that machine. So you can't transfer that activation to and from uh, another display. With the 4640 display, like you said, they kind of moved to a subscription model. And the subscription model is only available on the 4640 display. With that subscription model, we have two options also at this time. There's an auto track activation or a precision ag core activation, which is essentially like the premium activation on the 4600. It includes auto track documentation and section control. You can get those activations in either a one-year or a five-year subscription. And the five-year subscription is only available when purchasing a new 4640 display. What these activations do is they allow uh, customers, growers to get into technology at a at a lower cost, a lower initial investment without being committed to those activations essentially for the lifetime that they own those displays. So as technology advances and improves over time, you're able to adjust your subscription level based on your needs. So you talked about activations for the 4640 command center. And then we talked about our subscription-based platform activation on the 4640. Now, there is no activations for the extended monitor, correct? Yeah, there's no need to add an, add an activation to the extended monitor. Like we said, it's the process, there is no processor in the extended monitor. So every all the processing information, the activations, all that stuff comes from either the 4600 or 4640 display. Now, right now, you said that John Deere is going to continue to manufacture the 2630. I would imagine there's certain reasons for that. Do we have any limitations with any of these Gen 4 displays right now? Uh, Yeah, there are a few limitations with the Gen 4 display right now. Essentially, with the introduction of the Seedstar 4HP and the C850 air carts, those two pieces of equipment require the Gen 4 display, a Gen 4 display. So in order to run those machines, we had to get the software capable of running those machines right now and then work on everything else uh, into the future. So as of right now, there are a few limitations between the, or with the 4600 and 4640 display, but those limitations those features are being added with every software update and it won't be long before it is as functional if not more functional than the 2630 display very similar to what the 2630 display the 2600 and and going back to all those other legacy models gen 4 command centers and 4640 displays work similar like those legacy displays we got those software updates and like you said dick there's always new features and functionality coming out with those softwares now 
You've had the opportunity to work with the Gen 4 family of displays for, for a little while now. Do you have any sort of a success story out there that you could share with our listeners? So with the customers that trade tractors every year or every other year, uh, they've kind of had to guess at how many 2630 displays they would need to, to get the job done throughout the year. And most of the time, what would happen is they would get in the field and they'd realize that they need another display over here. So they would have to run around and try to find a display that wasn't being used and kind of rob Peter to pay Paul to, to get this job going. When the Gen 4 display started coming out as standard equipment in the large frame tractors, like we talked about, what this allowed customers to do is if they put a premium activation on all the tractors when they purchased them, pretty much they knew that whatever tractor they sent out to get a job done, it was going to be able to get a job done whether or not it needed precision ag hardware or or it didn't because they knew that that display was capable of running the applications that they needed to run no matter which machine they sent out. And that, that saved them a lot of time from having to run all over the farm and trying to find that one display that could get that job done. Yeah, it sounds like with the introduction of these Gen 4 displays that the customers can take more of a proactive approach being prepared and ready for if they're doing different tasks or different operations on the farm. Where can our listeners go to learn more about these Gen 4 displays? So we can you can go to any of our RDL locations throughout our regions. Talk to either your account managers or your product specialists. These displays have been out for a little while now yet. So uh, most of our account managers and our product specialists are for, pretty well up to speed on what the capabilities are and what information we can get out of these Gen 4 displays. All right. I just want to thank you, Dick, for sitting down with me and talking a little bit about these Gen 4 family of displays really brings a lot of information to our listeners about what the different possibilities are and the fact that we do have the Gen 4 4600 command center. We have that 4640 universal display, and then we can also utilize the extended monitor on either of those platforms. So thanks again for doing this, Dick. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Tony. This podcast was produced and edited by Nate Dorsey. Visit rdoequipment.com slash podcast to listen to new episodes and catch up on any that you've missed. You can also listen and subscribe to our podcast on Apple and Android devices so that you'll never miss out on the latest news and technology from RDO Equipment and John Deere. If you really like this podcast, please share it on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or any of the other social media platforms that you are using. You can also connect with me on Twitter at RDOTonyK, that's at R-D-O-T-O-N-Y-K, where you can tweet me questions, episode feedback, or ideas for future topics to cover. Please join us next time on the Agriculture Technology Podcast.